0: Preparing. Boom. Here we go. Hey, what's happening? Uh, Ward Wrestling Live again. Thanks for the support. Uh, we're here with another amazing guest. And okay, it's kind of cool. We were just talking. I've had a girl each day this week. It's pretty dope. Four new girls added to the platform. Awesome. And uh, well, this one here is from Canada. And she is the wrestler at Brock U. She's the senior world and under 23 Canadian team member. She's a 2019 2020 silver medalist at the pan am games and she's a multiple time cadet and junior team member and there's a bunch more shit. if you want to track wrestling that she's won but she's here with us today miss hannah Ta- hannah taylor what's happening
1: hey how are you thanks so much for having me on i really appreciate it um my roommate and best friend skylar Grote was on here yesterday so it was pretty cool to watch her and now um have my turn in the hot seat
0: awesome well i hope i did okay
1: yeah, you did great. I love the posters, and um, I love how you're promoting women's wrestling and promoting um, a lot of different people in the sport.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's been fun because I've gotten to learn a whole bunch about people, and I've got so many new fans to root for. Now, like, I'll have something to do, and I'll be looking on track for all you girls and guys and boys and kids that I <laughs> I have blessed me by coming on the show. So i um, excited. So, Absolutely. Again, it's pretty
1: wrestling so it's good
0: yeah and and, and i'm just honored to be doing my part and um i'm humbled by some of the comments i get um like i can't believe people are like watching me right or whatever like it's just it's cool i mean yesterday i got a private message from a girl from i believe it was king university out of nowhere I got this private message on Facebook and she's like hey I really appreciate you letting girls come on your show and I was like dope she's like thank you come on anytime I I think she's a wrestler or she likes wrestling but um it was just cool when you get little messages like that from people you don't know out of nowhere you're like okay people are watching so that's good Yeah,
1: it's good. I know a lot of people would appreciate what you're doing. Um, Women's wrestling, we feel like doesn't get the representation that it should. Um, We're doing the same things that the guys are doing, putting in the work on the mat. And it's nice to see that there's people who support us off the mat to promote us and just kind of showcase what we're about. Let us have the opportunity to speak about some things we believe in and um, promote the sport that we love.
0: Yeah, and it's been good to me. Like yesterday, I got to – I got to go on Home at Advantage to do like these picks, pick your dream matchups and stuff for the next like flow card or whatever. And I, uh, I reached out to Jessica Medina. She sent me like these awesome matches, and I acted like I knew what I was talking about on there. I didn't, but I got to research these girls, and now I know like I know who's number one at 152 in girls high school wrestling. Like it, I would have never studied that before, but because of this, I'm I'm getting to meet those names and find out who they are and uh I, even on the boys side i got to meet I, I know who's in what bracket somewhat so i think i'm going to play fantasy wrestling this year because maybe that'll teach me some things I, I, get, I get to know i get to know the kids a lot more uh, anyway enough about me it's all about you nobody wants to talk about me they don't want to see me so first of all you know coronavirus in canada have you guys had the same effects there that, that we've had here? Was where, your off season kind of shot a little bit? What have you been doing to kind of uh, just keep your mind right, your body ready, and, and just prepared for when Brock U says, All right, ladies, let's do it?
1: Yeah, so it's been pretty hectic. Um, we don't have as many cases in Canada as the States does. However, we also don't have as large of a population. So it's kind of understandable. We kind of had the same things where all the provinces were closed. Um, I went home to my home province of Prince Edward Island, which is on the east coast of Canada. Um, we're pretty lucky. We only had, I believe, 23 original cases, um, no, no hospitalizations, and now we had eight cases just recently for our second wave, but all have been recovered and no deaths. So where I'm at in Canada, it's pretty safe. Um, everything opened up relatively early by June I was back in training on the mats and um, wrestling full time and lifting weights every day so I can't complain as much as some places across Canada and in the United States so um, I got pretty lucky in that way however I definitely did abide by social distancing rules and was very mature and very um, responsible with um, my practices and yeah so I can't really say that coronavirus has been that negative on me besides it's cut my season short I would have loved to compete at the national championships, which were canceled. Um, However, there's gonna be more opportunities to do that in the years to come.
0: For sure. Well, hey, listen, at least you've had some opportunities and thank God that uh, your area is not struggling with the pandemic, you know? Um, good, Good to hear and good for you. So people, restaurants are open, things are open. PEI is business as usual.
1: Yeah, PA is doing pretty good.
0: Awesome. Well, good for you. So, um, what was it like? Um, so what's it like being a wrestler in Canada, like growing up in, in, in wrestling Canada, is it, is it like the States? Is it club wrestling? Is it youth wrestling? Uh, are there AAU and USA tournaments? Are there, is there adversity because you're a girl or a boy, or is it just wrestling? Uh, all the same things that we face.
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So Canada and the states are um actually pretty different. Canada doesn't have as many opportunities overall, no matter gender. So it's just kind of like as many participants as they can get, they'll put a tournament together and let you scrap it out. However, um, for some of the provinces, there's not that many people. I come from Prince Edward Island, which has about 145,000 people in the whole province, which it's kind of like a very small state in the USA. Um, so there's not that many people I could compete against in Prince Edward Island and that was kind of a challenge for me and I know that island wrestlers still struggle with that as it's so small, so you can't you have to go from province to province in order to get um, adequate, adequate um, competitions. So that's kind of, I think that Canada's biggest gap is because we are so large um, land-wise and it's really expensive to fly within our own country. It's really difficult for athletes to get um, matches at the high level, at the national level without spending a lot of money, um, which is unfortunate because wrestling is a pretty low-income sport. All you need is a pair of gym clothes. Someone will probably give you a pair of boots and you're good to go. So to have this barrier um, is unfortunate. And I hope that one day I'll be able to help um, promote wrestling in the smaller provinces and start from an earlier age. I started in grade six So I know some people in the States get on the mats at eight nine years old, let alone grade eight and nine
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean my son didn't find it till seventh grade so close pretty similar to to, And he was sixth grade age. He was 12. So yeah, probably around the same age and uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it, it seems like it's definitely a sport that everyone should try um mm-hmm. it's definitely it definitely makes a difference in people's lives it definitely definitely changes people mentally and, and gives them you know
1: yeah absolutely those who have tried it love the sport yeah. <laughs> you, try, you probably love it if you watch it you probably love it so yeah, i would I, love to your see self-esteem
0: it. changes too you oh, know sure
1: it affects you in so many different ways like mentally physically um just trying to change your values Your like gives you worth work ethic um organizational skills so many things you can't really learn in school can be taught on the mat
0: so how did how did it work i guess it's called high school there too right yep so how did it work for like high school wrestling did, was there duels or was it tournaments is there a state or province championship like the we have district region state would it be I don't know whatever you call them there and uh I mean did you have all that colleges come out and scout you I mean how do they how do they hear about the sports same way everyone else does or did you have more did you have to compete more on like the national the national scene
1: So, um, how it works is that you can do school wrestling and the school wrestling season is throughout the winter. If you would like to join a club, that is how you get to go to like the provincial and national championships. That's not necessarily through your school. So I was lucky enough to get on a school team when I was in grade six, I actually found a school that had wrestling joined their team, even though I was from another school um, and competed for um, their school, I guess. And then um, after two years, I decided to join a club, which was a men's mixed martial arts and grappling club. And I thought that that would give me exposure to wrestling because I knew the coach, he was, um, his name is Colin Banfield, he's a fantastic wrestler and a fantastic coach here in Prince Edward Island. So he let me join the club. And then because of that opportunity I was given, um, I was able to then compete at the national championships, which then got me onto the international scene by making world championship teams. So if you- if you're not on a club team, um, the opportunities to compete at the high level obviously are not there. It's similar to the states, how you can do either stream.
0: Yeah, well, during high school season, you don't, and, and I could be wrong if someone out there is listening to me, but I know at least in our area, uh, the state associations say you have to separate yourself during the high school season. So you can practice at your club but you can't go to the tournament like representing your club or something? I think you're, you're going as a high school or, I don't know, I could oh. be totally wrong there. And, and I'm, but some of it, cause I've asked some coaches like, hey, if high school season doesn't happen or if, or if, they, if they took your program, could you just, can you travel as your club coach? And I, I don't think you can intermingle them both. Uh,
1: okay, we, we don't have, we don't have that barrier like um, of like double-dipping in programs, being allowed to not compete at some tournaments and compete at others others based on um, your school.
0: Oh, but how cool is that? You were at one high school and the other high school that you wrestled for. Them. That's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Um, they have a great high school coach. It's actually called junior high for us if you're in grade um, 7, 8, and 9, but... Um, that's just my province. It's not even all across Canada that way. It so was called
0: junior to- high when I was in junior high. I've only heard middle school the last whatever year. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Well, um, well I'll talk about what wrestling has kind of meant for you in your life and, and what it's done for you. Obviously your relationship, seven and a half years, he's a wrestler. So you're just surrounded by it all that's pretty cool
1: absolutely I definitely love wrestling and um, I definitely think that it has such a significant impact on my entire life in all areas I'm doing better in school because of my wrestling Um, all of my friends are wrestlers I live in a house of seven wrestlers so my roommates are even in the sport Um, I'm on like honestly surrounded by so many people who are in the sport in some way or another so it's a pretty unique thing because it's helped me develop and kind of become who i am Um, i definitely have become more confident because of my wrestling um, more driven just more determined in all areas of my life and i've extended my education into university because of my wrestling um, by getting a scholarship to go to brock university And I'm now taking sport management. I'm in my last year, where I hopefully will work for Wrestling Canada, um, our national sport organization, or work for United World Wrestling, which is the international organization. So to say that wrestling is significant in my life, you can definitely say that, because literally, my whole life is wrestling, and I love it more than probably anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and your goal is to continue, obviously, right? It sounds like not just to work at the At the world and international and and province and whatever level but to even compete right your goal is to try to make it to 2021
1: absolutely so i'm i actually lost this past year in 2019 at the 2020 olympic trials um, for canada so now i'm an olympic alternate um unfortunate because i obviously wanted to be the top spot and be the person who would represent canada at the 57 kilo weight class However, I'm still pretty young. I'm only 22. So I got four more years to try it out again. And if not, I'll try for 2028. I'll just keep going.
0: (laughs) Good for you. And um, do they take alternates? Would you be an alternate this year or is is it only the top two?
1: So I am the alternate this year. And the thing is, is that 57 kilos has not qualified yet um, at the international scene at the Pan American Championships or at the World Championships. So we will have to see if the number one spot in Canada qualifies.
0: Oh, good. And if they do, then you'll go as an alternate. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I talked to Coach Jared Frere, and he went once as an alternate and once as, an, as the starter. And he said to me that he had way more fun as the alternate because he said, as the alternate, I didn't have to worry about it. I got to practice, but I got to go watch the swimmers and the basketball players and the divers. I got to actually be like a spectator at the Olympics and he said it was pretty dope but obviously being an athlete you want to compete right but yeah uh, but it doesn't suck to be in the stands watching those uh, those top level it's got to be a great show to to be oh
1: I love watching wrestling you can learn so much from watching yourself or watching your competitors or um, other genders or other weight classes it's just wrestling so diverse in all the different positions and all the different countries each country could be known for one thing and an athlete from that country might not even do that certain position or move so it's pretty unique to watch um wrestling around the world
0: yeah and and how many people how many amazing people from around the world have you met having the opportunity to be uh on your world team just I talked to some people that are just like in these world team villages or Olympic villages or cadet villages and they're like man now I got friends in China and Australia and New Zealand and Uh, it's got to be pretty cool just to the camaraderie around the country around the the world
1: absolutely i definitely experienced that this year um before the under 23 world championships i went to japan for a couple weeks to train with the national team of canada where i was competing in the room against the girl who i ended up um facing at the 23 world championships she was from japan and after our match in the room she was like are you going to under 23s and i was like yes i am And she was like (laughs) In this weight class, and I was like, Yes, I am. And we see each other on the mat. Unfortunately, she beat me at the tournament um in the semifinals. However, it was still pretty cool because I knew she was going to go win the world championships. So it was cool to wrestle her, get that experience, and then wrestle her at the tournament.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then just now you're friends. So it's like, Okay, we got to compete, but now I can go root for her, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's cool. There's it seems like there's that camaraderie, like. You can get beat by your buddy but then you'll turn around and go root for him It's like, okay it happens right shake your hand move on get better um that's cool so um i'm not sure how the college scene is in canada i know that i asked skyler this question and um she told me why she decided to go to brock u in canada but um what made you choose brock u were they the one school that offered you a scholarship was it the best school for for what you want to learn or, or what your major is going to be or any of that stuff. Does that make sense? Am I just stuttering on? I don't know.
1: No, it makes sense. So, um, when I was in Prince Edward Island, I was lucky enough to travel all across Canada competing with my club team and then also competing at the international level. And because of my exposure at a young age, um, I had a lot of different schools across Canada interested in me interested in me. So I went out to see a bunch of other schools. Um, I would fly out, train with the team for a couple of days, and then make my decision. I knew ultimately that Brock University is where I had to be. They have one of the toughest rooms in Canada, and they have arguably some of the best coaches in Canada, if not across the world. So I knew that that was the best place to go. I didn't actually care about my university program, and what I was going to take, because I knew that wrestling would make me find a path in- in my career, what I would decide to take. So after I selected Brock University, um, I started going through all the different majors and I was deciding between business, kinesiology, and sport leisure. And then I stumbled upon sport management, which at Brock University, it's the only university program that offers that in Canada. So I got pretty lucky there that I found my dream program. Plus I'm at my dream school. It's not too far away from home. It's only about an hour and a 45 minute flight. So that's pretty good considering it is Canada and I could have went like a five and a half hour flight away. So yeah, Brock University is definitely a great university to be at and it worked out well for my career. My boyfriend from Prince Edward Island as well, Ligret Siddiqui, also decided to go to Brock University. So it's nice to have him there to support me and I can support him and his dreams. And yeah. just
0: wrestling too, right? Pardon? He's wrestling there as well, right?
1: He is, he is also in the 57 kilo class um, he won the Olympic trials this year for Canada, but was um, fell short on qualifying for the Olympics. So in December, he'll have another chance to try, or June of next year, he'll have another chance to try at the Olympic qualifier to see if he will make it.
0: So explain to me, because I'm stupid. <laughs> how, how does that work? How do you win the Olympic trials, but you don't get allowed to go to the Olympics? How, why, why is why- that? I don't know. It could be something simple, like all the wrestling people out there probably screaming at me like, you idiot, it's because of this. But I don't know. I really don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So how it works is each um, country would host an Olympic trials to make the team for their country. So Canada hosted their trials in December, which as we know, it's different from the States because the States cannot compete at our Olympic trials because they will not be representing Canada. So once... Make the top spot in your country, then you have the opportunity to go into compete for Canada to qualify for the Olympics. So just because you make your national team doesn't mean you get to go to the Olympics. Otherwise, the brackets at the Olympics would be like 195 countries because everyone would send one wrestler per weight class. So in order to make sure that it's only the best and the best at the olympics they have a multiple they have multiple qualifying tournaments so you either need to get top eight at the world championships or top five or top three at the pan-american championships and that's how it works so it's a qualification system
0: to ensure he qualified he was an olympic he qualified as an olympic qualifier for canada and he got to go to the i guess the same thing they do that in soccer and basketball and those other sports I see. And then you take the top eight from each bracket. So similar to like when you go to districts, to regionals, to state.
1: Absolutely, it's yeah, it's a, it's a big process that you have to go through in order to get to the Olympics. And that's why the Olympics, the Olympics is so exciting. It's an honor to be there if um, you had to get through all the warriors in line.
0: Yes, yeah, so, because each country doesn't get represented. Yes. Ah. <laughs> that it only took me I'm 44 only took me a little while to understand that
1: no it's good (laughs) learning
0: yes thanks for teaching me (laughs) (laughs) so um I know we were talking a little bit prior to coming on Uh, what are your plans what are your goals I know you have one more year of college right you were saying and then um what's next on the agenda for you
1: so I'm gonna stick out the wrestling for another four more years um, so I can try to make the Olympic team during that time. I'll hopefully make again, the senior world team, the under 23 world team. So I have the opportunity to compete for Canada across the world. And then with my schooling, um, I'm not sure if I'll continue on with school after my program of my university program. Um, I would just like to work for a sport organization that allows me to be a part of wrestling and develop the sport of wrestling across Canada. Um, yeah, that's my plan.
0: That's all so, my- you know, what has it meant to you to to wear the red and white, to wear your country's colors, to have the, what do they call the leaf? The maple leaf. The maple leaf, yeah. I should know that, right? Don't you have the Toronto maple leaves? Yeah, that's <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not the smartest guy. My hair is not blonde anymore. It's gray. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, what does it mean to you to wear the maple leaf? What has it meant to you to, to wear your, your national colors and, and to to be able to represent your country on all these different levels you've had the opportunity to do so.
1: Yeah, I've been blessed with the chance to wear um, the Canadian Maple Leaf across my chest a couple of times. I competed at um, six World Championships so far. I've only medaled at the one, the under 23 World Championships last year where I got bronze. However, throughout all those different World Championships and Pan American Championships and Pan Am Games and um, different European tours, all, all this- around, it doesn't matter what I get, like what medal I get, um, Canada and all my friends and family and everyone still supports me. I just think that wrestling is such a good sport because you can promote being a female strong and empowering at the lowest level, being at a school wrestler or at the highest level. And the unique thing about wrestling is although it's a small community, you do have a big support system of people who are supporting you and encouraging you along the way. So representing Canada wasn't just um, a development thing for me. I hope that me being a good role model can help promote the sport of wrestling for people around Canada as well to get involved, to follow in my footsteps, I guess, as I'm doing um, for the people who I looked up to.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. You, I mean, you're awesome. I, I'm just so honored to get to speak to you and- Blessed to get all these amazing people and, and you're included. And do you have siblings?
1: I do. I have one sister. She's um almost two years older than me.
0: Now, did she take your same path?
1: No, she she actually is pretty smart. She did really good in school and decided to now work for the government.
0: <laughs> oh, good for so. her. So what what made you get into wrestling? Like what made you say uh that's a sport for me? Are you a first generation wrestler for your family or or did you have a dad or mom that did it?
1: So my mom or dad, they didn't try any sports like wrestling at all. So no background there. However, my uncle, he used to wrestle at the high school level and he had a bunch of like medals. And when I was a child, like literally four or five years old, I would put on his medals and just wear them. I'm like, these are cool. Like, I don't (laughs) care what sport this is. I'm going to join because I want a bunch of medals. And then obviously you get over what the medals look like and it's more about what they represent and the work that went into those medals so uh, now I have a ton of medals and uh, it's kind of funny
0: and and hopefully one day your daughter or son will be running around with them saying hey look I want to be like you mommy and daddy absolutely (laughs) so you said you have seven female wrestlers living in the same house
1: not all females, only myself and Skylar Groder are females. And then we had five male wrestlers from our team.
0: Wow. What's that like? Seven headstrong people like that. Good Lord. You guys had like some battles?
1: No, actually it worked out pretty good. Um, I think because we were all in the same house together, it, we kept each other accountable. So it was <laughs> a good system. You could never sleep in because of the workouts. You can never skip workouts. You can never slack out workouts because you know, your friends are watching you and your teammates are there and everyone's pushing you and holding you accountable and making sure that you're getting the most out of yourself along with pushing your training partners. So it worked out well, because you're constantly surrounded by greatness and you just want to keep striving for greatness, so.
0: Yeah, you're wrestlers, right? So everyone's like, no, no, get your ass out of bed. Come on. It's time. It's time. Now, Mostly, um, I, I know you have an American at your school because I interviewed her in, on your team. But is it mostly Canadian uh, wrestlers with you, or are they are they from all over the world?
1: Um, the majority of our program is made up of wrestlers from across Canada, just because it is the number one school at the varsity level, our men's and women's program at the varsity team has won countless U sport championships. So it's definitely the place to be for Canadian wrestlers. It's also great that a couple of USA athletes will come on over to Brock University, um, especially on the female side, um, because that helps develop our program along with, gives them the opportunity to see what Canadian wrestling is all about.
0: Yeah, she said, she said, I, you know, one of the things is I'm surrounded by just absolute hammers. So uh, that was pretty cool. And then I got one on. the. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> here. Awesome. Well, that's good stuff. And um, well, you said something there that I wanted to ask. Oh, are, are the U championships like the NCAAs? Is that that be like your version of NCAAs here?
1: Yeah, so it's called the U sport championships and that's across all of Canada. And then you have to qualify to get to those championships by going to um, like a conference championships.
0: Okay, and, and there is a, obviously women are sanctioned. You don't have the, well, they just sanction them. NCAA is recognized them now, but, but you, you didn't have that issue. You just, there was women and men and you guys competed, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There was definitely no barriers based on your gender um, to compete at the U sport level for the sport of wrestling. So we're pretty lucky as females to be able to represent our school and then go on to represent our country without any barriers in that aspect.
0: But obviously you see the barriers because you have friends that are going through it or went through it, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's hard to be a female wrestler because just some of the comments that you get can sometimes get to you. I feel like sometimes women in the sport of wrestling are very sexualized um, and being people would say like, oh, um, do, you get, do you find it weird when you wrestle guys or when a guy wrestles you like, and you're touching each other and they look at it in a sexual light when anyone who has been a wrestler before or anyone who watches wrestling knows that does not cross your mind. When you wrestle someone, it has nothing to do with your gender or nothing to do with your sex because it's just two people wrestling it out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody's there like trying to grab a leg the wrong way or you're just trying to win a wrestling match, right? Yeah, well, we I mean, we've all been 12 years old or maybe some of these 18-year-olds still think they're 12. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fun. Well, I've got some questions for you. I know – did you watch the show yesterday? I did. So I got 10 questions at the end for you. Now, did <laughs> did we get through everything that you want to shout out? Did you want to say anything to – To your country the little girls in canada the americans Uh, did we cover any all the bases or was there things i missed
1: um no i i guess i can just say like one value that i definitely promote um is create opportunities for yourself because canada is such a big country it was difficult for myself to seek opportunity or it was difficult difficult for me to have many opportunities given to me such as going to tournaments each weekend or competing against the best or training with the best. Um, I was definitely limited with the resources I had. So I always created my own opportunities. I would do extra off the mat. I would do extra on the mat after practice to ensure that I was always going to be my best. I would also create opportunities by um, joining other sports that I thought would be a good crossover along with seeking attention from any and every coach I could get my hands on. I would ask as many questions as I could and do as much as I could to ensure that I'd be the best I could be. And I feel like if you're an athlete in the United States or in Canada or anywhere in the world and you find that you're not getting the resources that you think you need, who cares? Just keep grinding and ensure that if you love the sport, just go for it.
0: Awesome, that was awesome, well said. (laughs) Thank you. You're doing a great job. All right, all right, you ready? I'm not, I, my stuff is never choreographed. So we just have fun (laughs) I try to have fun. Nobody's told me that it's sucked yet. So I'm doing okay. Hopefully. (laughs) All right. What I write down here. Poutine or game meat? Poutine. (laughs) The funk roll or the leg lace?
1: So it's funny because we don't use those kind of terms. We do the laced ankle or like the gut wrench. Um, I don't even know what the funk roll is. However, oh. I like laced ankles, I guess. I'm not the greatest at them, but I like them.
0: All right. Well, you, it's, there's no rules to this game. So if I'm not saying something right, fix me up. <laughs> or if you don't like either one of them, say, I don't like either one of them. there's no rules to it. Um, and I may screw some stuff up here. But okay. not... Banak or pea meal bacon?
1: I don't know what banak is. I'm not really adventurous with my food, but <laughs> I like okay, a little overrated, but I'll take pea meal bacon.
0: <laughs> Anything bacon is good, right? Uh, waist roll or chest lock?
1: See, I don't know what those words are.
0: <laughs> uh, That's I don't a- know.
1: Americans and Canadians, we have completely different lingo for our wrestling moves. And I've kind of learned that by um, being around American wrestlers. So I don't really know what those two moves are.
0: Oh, well, what do you, what is a move called that you use the waist or the chest?
1: Oh, we could do like a body lock or a front head lock, or you could do a gut wrench.
0: All right. Those sound good. (laughs) We can do all those guys in, in Canada too. All right butter tarts or beaver tails
1: Ooh, that is the hardest question <laughs> <laughs>
0: they both looked amazing so i was like "Ooh, i might get her there
1: i have definitely a sweet tooth i'm definitely sweet tooth over salty so i'd have to say butter tarts because you can get them anywhere you can get them at the grocery store or the convenience store when beaver tails you have to go to a legit beaver tail location which i don't have one in my province
0: oh and it said it's nutella right
1: Oh, yeah, they have multiple kinds.
0: (laughs) I remember one time my sister-in-law said, don't bring me, if I'm. I don't want any men to bring me flowers. Just bring me Nutella. (laughs) Um, A head and arm throw or a suplex?
1: Head and arm. I hit them from every single position. It's my favorite move.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, well, you said you're not adventurous, but this was on the Canadian menu, so I figured I'd throw it in there. Cod. Tongues or gooseneck barnacles?
1: Uh, I would have to say cod tongue because I'm from the East Coast, which is where the best seafood is. So I'll pick that answer.
0: Hey, I thought so. I thought you were like, who the hell is that? I'm like, I don't know, it's your country. <laughs> but I found it. Um, split pea soup or harp seal? I
1: would say split pea soup. I love all soups. <laughs>
0: Oh, split was, when I was younger, my um, my great grandmother would make it with um, like brisket. She'd put the brisket bone in there or whatever so that the, the meat kind of, yeah. The yeah, I liked it. And if it wasn't brisket, it, she lied to me. But that's what I thought it was. All right. What do we got here? What? What did I write down? Oh, I'm so sorry. I wrote down. Let's say single or double.
1: My favorite move is a double, but I no, I'm better at doubles, but I feel like I score more on singles. So I guess singles.
0: Awesome. Or a high C. That. <laughs> that. There we go. All right. Last one. You said you had a sweet tooth and both of these looked really amazing. And I'm totally going to kabosh this first one. I'm watching my cat. You know how they like, do their paws to get before they get comfortable. I thought, <laughs> what is going on behind me? And she's like getting into this little bed corner. Um, all right. Tear sur La Neige. What the? Hell? Like, it looks like they pour it over ice and it's sweet. Oh,
1: okay. That, that's probably maple candy. Oh,
0: there might be more. Maple it's candy, it? I don't know. On Google, they had a fancy name for it, so. Whatever, let's call it maple candy cuz that's easier to say. Maple candy or Saskatoon berry pie?
1: I would go with the maple candy. My grandparents make their own maple syrup and tap their own trees and oh. I love it. Oh, I would go with the maple candy.
0: Oh, I'm going to message you my address. It's <laughs> a maple syrup. Yeah. That's uh how different is fresh maple syrup from like the store bought stuff?
1: Oh, it's very different. You can get fresh maple syrup, um, Canadian made in the grocery store, but it's still not the same to an actual homemade watching it all from like the tree right to your table on your pancakes. So I would definitely say it's completely different.
0: Oh my God. Would you, could, would your boyfriend mind if like I come over for breakfast? <laughs> no, he, absolutely. he can come too. Sure. Yeah. I just want to try the fresh maple syrup. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, tell all your friends to come on the show and, and shout out Canadian wrestling. That'd be dope. And I will. I'm glad that promote it. Yes, and I, I'm. It's really awesome to hear that you don't face the same adversities there. Um, good for you, and good for that country, and good for the people around it. I'm sure you have your own fights and own battles in that country with other stuff, but it. I never really hear of them. I always hear good things about Canadians.
1: Yeah, I mean, Canada definitely has their own problems within. However, um, I'm pretty lucky that I have not faced any adversity for my sport, necessarily.
0: You hear that, ladies? Go to Canada and wrestle. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. No, we're going to get it right here in the States. And uh, I'm really glad. So Skylar, if you're listening, thank you so much for hooking me up with Hannah. Hannah, good luck with everything. You have a new fan here as well. I'll be rooting for you. I'll be looking, uh, I'll be rooting, I don't know who your boyfriend is, but I'll just be rooting for Hannah's boyfriend too, to go and get on the Olympics. And uh, all your friends, Brock University, I never heard of them before, I've heard of them now. So you bet, I'm looking you guys up and I'm gonna root for you there too. So thank you so much. And if any of your friends are listening and they wanna come on, uh, any of the boys over there, want to come on your boyfriend wants to come on hey man I gotta I gotta open uh invitation just hit me up and we'll do it
1: awesome thanks so much
0: yeah I had so much fun and um You're
1: pretty easy to talk to you
0: yeah well good thank you because I know I know that um I gotta imagine people are like oh my god I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk live and then that's why I try to get on like 10 minutes earlier just so you can see I'm just a fool yeah
1: absolutely
0: So this way, we kind of break the ice rather than just jump right into it because I just think it's better. Plus I was in sales my whole life. You got to break the ice first before you ask for the sale. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And um, good luck with your future. Good luck with school. And uh, as I said, you got a fan.
1: Thanks so much. I really appreciate all your effort in developing and promoting women's wrestling and all wrestling. It's a small sport and people like you are the reason why the sport is around. You guys are promoting it. You guys love it. You guys watch it. And I just got to say, thanks.
0: Awesome. Well, you take it easy. Thank you so much for the kind words.
1: Thank you.